What's up, folks? With nothing better to do, this is your boy Zilla Valentine, and I got my man E New with me as always. And welcome to the second episode of Be Kind, Please Rewind, the podcast. Yo, so E New, how was your week? Strong week, I have to admit. More sports oriented than movie oriented with the World Series and the NBA opening, but. That is why we are here, to get our movie talk out there to the world. Very excited. You would be tickled by this because I know you are a crazy sports fan. Uh, Pause. Definitely pause. Um, I went to Chicago this week, and I was uh, doing a lot of the Chicago Dick Wolf shows. PD, Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago Justice. I got there the day after the the Cubs clinch. To the World Series and left right before the first pitch of the of game one of the World Series. So I missed being in a Chicago bar watching oh, the Cubs if game you, one. You could have been partying in Wrigleyville. Man, yeah, I missed all that of that. Have been, that would have been incredible. Yeah. Uh, what, what was the highlight for you in Chicago? The highlight for me in Chicago was watching how much premium vagina these actors are getting thrown at them at premiere parties. These women were throwing vagina at all of these actors, and I'm just sitting there in awe. This one actor who will remain nameless, I walked up to him and said, bro, you're getting so much pussy thrown at you. He said, I got four room keys to the Langham Hotel. I ain't using none of them. Do you want one? I said, no. I'm happily involved, cannot take any of those room keys, and even though, it's like, it would be like, hey, I'm Jamie Foxx from Verizon, and I'm walking like, hey, I'm Jamie Foxx from T-Mobile. No, it's not happening. But uh, yeah, it's so much. Did I mention I'm really excited for when we build up this show and take it on the road? I'm excited. Did I mention that? I'm excited for that as well. I'm excited for that as well. Uh, I got into a bit of a Twitter debate while I was in Chicago as well. Because Birth of a Nation opened up to $7 million, and Tyler Perry's boo, a Medea Halloween, made $28 fucking million. $28 million for Tyler Perry! My boy Lakeith Taylor, shout out Lakeith, posted something on Facebook, and we're like, you know, we're friends for over 10 years, New York City basketball and creative community. He's in Atlanta now doing his thing, but we are still very much in touch about anything and everything. And he posted that, and I'm like, that's the norm. That is the unfortunate norm of our culture. And I, and we, we talked last time about movies on the radar, and I'm so behind. I can't wait to see Birth of a Nation. Yeah, Birth I can't of wait. Tyler Perry doesn't make the list. So. It's a horrible movie at that. It's horrible. I mean, if it was a good Tyler Perry movie, by all means, $28 million. Kudos to Tyler Perry. For being able to swindle these folks out of that much money. That movie costs... Good business, man. What's it cost to make? I mean, they got it down to costing 20 but it possibly couldn't have cost more than 4 to make. They got it down to $20 million. Tyler Perry is robbing these folks senseless. Oh, you want a bottle of water? A hundred grand. Easy. But, man, look... Shout out to Tyler Perry. Keep swindling these folks at the box office, man. The church folks want to give you their money. By all means, take it. Praise the Lord. But we got to go see movies of substance. And we can't let certain things take those movies down. But look, Nick Parker isn't paying me or cutting me a check. So by all means, shout out to Birth of a Nation. Shout out to Boo. 
a Medea Halloween. Speaking of that, it is almost Halloween here in New York City. By the time you guys listen to this, it might be Halloween. And I wanted to talk about a few things as far as like the movies that are coming into the theaters this week. Uh, this week, I believe it's going to be Ouija. Ouija's in theaters now? I didn't see it. It looks kind of scary. It's been a pretty good year for horror this year. I saw Don't Breathe. That was scary. Ed- edu- educate me. Because saw- of all the genres I love that are on my radar, I'll admit the horror genre is tied for last with romantic comedies. Really? Your rom-coms are sort of trash. But yeah. But uh, this has been a really good year. I understand why you don't like horror as much anymore. It definitely fell off for a period. But since The Conjuring came out a couple years ago, horror has really stepped it up. The Conjuring 2 is pretty good. You liked it? I, I liked I, it. I went. Yeah. I was disappointed. You went? You didn't no. like it? No. It wasn't as good as the first one because you sort of were blindsided by the first one. But I did jump a few times in The Conjuring 2. So did I. As but long the as film I felt four hours. It did. But look, as long as I jump, I'm fine. If you make me jump out my seat and laugh, I'm f- totally fine. My daughter laughed throughout that whole movie. Like the whole oh, movie. Oh, I was laughing. Yeah, it's so at laughable. Of, at some but, of the scenes. But that makes a good thing. That makes a good movie. Lights Out, phenomenal film. I thought Lights Out was really scary, really good. It was like an hour 20. It was short to the point. You get your two, three scares and you go home. Put lights out was good. Clearly, you're making me a 2016 horror playlist right now. Which was pretty good. Okay. Which was pretty good. Then you got got Don't Breathe. There's a scene in Don't Breathe that's so disgusting (laughs) that you're just like... And it's not a gory movie. It's not like Saw that's just like, oh my God. Oh my God. I talked to the director about that and he said... if you've seen Don't Breathe, just know that that is actually a piece of the director's hair. Wow. If you watch it, you'll get it. Very personal. It. Very personal. Very personal. Up close and to the point. Um, so, all-time horror films. Who, who? Great, great quick pivot. Great quick pivot. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I love the topic, right? And the topic built into that is, because you look at you know, I was do- doing a little prep before you got downtown here to record the show with me today. And depending on era of films, the genre of horror has shifted. Yeah. You know, so the conversation that we need to have really quick is the what, what is the dividing line between horror and suspense thriller? You know, when Psycho came out, which is 56 years ago, which is insane because yeah. I just recently saw it again in the theater and it, it ages better than any fine wine you've ever had. Okay. But is Psycho considered a horror film? Is The Shining considered a horror film? Is Jaws considered a horror film at this point? Because when they were released and in the era in which they were released, they scared the shit out of everybody. My parents, they went to see Jaws in 75. My mom didn't talk to my dad for a number of days. My aunt wouldn't go in the ocean for a number of years. Yeah. Like, that was some culturally altering shit right there. I mean, people, people were afraid, females were afraid to go in the shower after seeing the original Psycho in 1960. But, because of time and... Uh, what the audience has gotten used to mm-hmm. and the rating system, 
we've had a shift in what defines that genre. So let me challenge you first. What is your definition of that genre and what can we and can't we include in our all-time horror film discussion? I don't think Jaws is a horror film. I agree. I do think Psycho and The Shining could kind of be a horror film. The Shining more so because there's a ghost. That's a ghost, right? It's a ghost thingy in, in, in The Shining, right? I mean, and if you, if you take, if Screams... Red rum. Yeah, and if Scream is a horror film, which it is. Scream's terrific. Yeah, Scream's amazing. So, sorry, again, once again. Yo, keep your ringer down. Keep your ringer down. Once again, Blogzilla doesn't cut off his, um, his, his ringtone before recording. That is another hiccup we will... Uh, is the dude with the hotel keys. Absolutely. What What is a horror film? I think a horror film is something that involves a lot of death. Someone trying to kill you. Uh, but not a shark. Like a shark, I don't know. I, just, uh, I, think, I think you have to take the suspense horror thing on mm-hmm. a case-by-case basis. That's because, fair. Because Don't Breathe is a horror film, but it's more of a suspense film. Like The guy is scary looking, but he's not like a mind. He's a regular person. You know sure. I mean? Listen, we could dedicate a full podcast to Jaws, which hopefully when we get to summer blockbusters we'll do because that changed the game. There are moments in Jaws that make you jump. Yeah. There are moments in Jaws that make you cover your eyes. A lot of that has to do with the music. A lot of that has to do with the way they had to cut the film and, that shoot, music, and shoot the film. That music is scary. But the one of the great elements of Jaws, and I'll leave Jaws here, is not only is it a film about this shark who's having a feeding season on the population of where it is, but it, it is about the journey of three individuals and then and them coming together to try to eliminate the shark. And as you get older and watch that film again and again, you realize that. But moving on, The Shining for me was one of the most terrifying films I saw at an age I shouldn't have been seen. I watched The and Shining. And you look like you have something to show me on your phone. No, no, no. I have nothing okay. to show you on my phone. So I saw The Shining in middle school. Yeah. And I was terrified. I thought The Shining was horrible. I didn't like The Shining. Really? I watched The Shining on a plane. And I was like. Again. Again with the plane. I was like. What are you doing watching The Shining on the plane? I, I didn't get it. Rule for everyone out there. If you're ever digging into any Stanley Kubrick film. You cannot watch them on an airplane. I like Stanley Kubrick. I think Stanley Kubrick is amazing. But The Shining. Maybe because so many people boosted up The Shining to be this great film. That does not age well, my friend. The Shining age is like Barbara Bush. <laughs> Horribly. So that's so The Shining barely, and I'm a huge Stanley Kubrick fan. I'm very inspired and influenced by his work. Um, there are at least four or five of his films that I like better. As a viewing experience, as a scary film as a kid, I was terrified. I mean, if you want me to jump into my, like, list right now the most terrifying horror film i have ever seen is the exorcist the exorcist yes the exorcist is not something i could sit down and just watch i have to work up the courage and the uh i guess just get in the right mindset to actually sit down and go through that experience because it is absolutely terrifying and the Shining, 1980. The Exorcist, 1973. That ages very, very well. And it's still very, very terrifying. But uh, The Exorcist and 
the original Halloween are mm. well, let's two, talk, let's two talk of my favorites. First, yeah. Before we go to Halloween, because The Exorcist is an extremely scary movie. Uh, that's with Linda Blair, right? And uh, Linda Blair, wasn't she in... Wasn't she in uh, Ellen Burstyn. Linda Blair. Linda Max Blair. Max von Sydow. Linda Blair. Directed by William Friedkin, who also did The French Connection. Linda Blair was the horror queen for a really, really, really long time. Is, is she also in Firestarter? Is that her too? Am I getting that mixed Would up? Would you like me to cross-reference that? Yeah, please. I'm trying to see it myself, but I couldn't find it in time. It's, she's not the Firestarter girl, right? That's Drew Barrymore. Drew Bar Drew Barrymore and Linda Blair scared the fucking shit out of me. Like the shit. I, I'm in the wrong. I'm in totally different decades. But The Exorcist was crazy. That is that little small lady in there too with the crazy voice. Is she in Exorcist too? I haven't seen Exorcist. Ellen Burstyn is is her mom, and she's fantastic. In Who's the, the lady that comes to do the The Power of Christ Compels You? What 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 movie is that? Is that The Exorcist? So I haven't seen The Exorcist in ages, but I remember it scaring the shit out of me. I will triple check that for with you. the TV. I will triple check that for you. Let's see. The power of Christ compels you. That's The Exorcist. That scared the shit out of me. When she floats up on us. That was crazy. Soothing. Very soothing. <laughs> Exorcist. So, so it must be Exorcist 2. That little lady with the funny voice. You know that, what I'm talking that about? Have you sequels on me? I have not seen The Exorcist 2. Okay. I, I have not seen The Exorcist 2. Well, you probably didn't miss anything. No. But. Sequels in the, in the, in the horror genre. If someone. Can, see, I need to figure out who that little lady is. You get on a tangent about this movie, and then you're like, oh, who the hell is that little lady with the little Carrie Ann? What movie is Carrie Ann? That's the one. It's like Carrie Ann. All right, well, I'm going to let you do that. Yeah, and you keep You know, for the sake of the show, I, I think it's very, it, it, it's very interesting to examine horror over time because we've gone from the hint at horror, the hint at death, the suspense, to then the supernatural, the gruesome, the graphic, and to me the anticipation of those things, not the visuals of those things, are what is scary, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. You know, and listen, there, there are some... Uh, kill scenes, whether it's horror films, action films, suspense films, that are brutal to watch. But the hint of violence mm. and the anticipation sitting in the theater, in the audience of violence, is really where that inner angst as the, the audience, the viewer, really gets me. Yeah, that's what makes a horror movie good, is when a horror movie plays with your mind. And it has you thinking things and not knowing and jumping around. That's why my favorite horror movie is, uh, without a doubt, still to this day, Nightmare on Elm Street. 
because I knew you were a Freddy Krueger. I'm guy. a huge Freddy Krueger fan. I was five years old when that movie came out, and uh, I couldn't sleep at night. A young Johnny Depp, and just seeing Freddy in your dreams, and 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 and, and the scene that she's in the bathtub, and it comes the hand comes. That movie through my head so bad. Uh, uh, it was great because you didn't know who was sleeping, you didn't know who, who, when they were awake. It just sort of happened, and that movie was just. Shout out to Wes Craven. Rest in peace, Wes Craven. That movie is amazing. Robert England is always going to be the best Freddy Krueger. And Fred, those the hands with the knives, everything about that movie is great. So do you like Nightmare on Elm Street better than Halloween? Yes. Because I find Michael Myers terrifying. I wasn't a big Halloween fan. See, there are so many moments of suspense in that film where you know it's coming, but you don't know when it's coming or how. Mm -hmm. And I, and that's Jamie Lee Curtis. It's 1978. It's Donald Pleasance. And Michael Myers, the backstory to that character and the darkness around that character and then the way they present him coming home yeah. is really, really terrifying. And actually, that's a film... And that's my birth year. That's a film I have not rewatched in a long time. I mm-hmm. just missed it playing in the theater this week, and I believe John Carpenter is the director of that film. But that's something I need to rewatch immediately to see if it I'm, stands up. I'm going to tell you a secret about me. I don't like movies from the 70s. You mentioned a lot of classic movies, and I'm like, you know. Because I, I go back and watch them, and I'm just like, yeah, this was this is. This show's going to be so good because that's this, my favorite decade this, of filmmaking. This, uh. Yeah. That is my favorite decade of filmmaking, the uh, 1970s. But like not it. because of horror films. Yeah. Not I, because of horror films. I, I like a lot of black exploitation films. I can't, <laughs> I can't argue with those. But, but um, cri- crime films in the 70s are awesome. Uh, that is a uh, separate conversation. Yeah, for a crime films show in the 70s are pretty good. But day. I just find the technology has grown so much, it's hard for me to go back. In time, and I don't like right. a lot of. But we, but 70s. we rely on technology instead of great storytelling, and I'm that's even, the problem. I'm not even a fan of the first Jason. I'm not a big fan either. The first Friday the Thirteenth, like no, I don't get it. Not a not a huge fan of that. It's titties and blood. That's all it is. What was also scary as a kid was Candyman. Candyman. Do you remember Candyman? I remember Candyman. Candyman see, scared the hell out of me. The story of Candyman is more scarier than the actual movie. I don't remember the movie. I, I remember the legend of Candyman, and the actor was terrifying. I remember shitting myself. Wow. Not literally. No. I thought you literally... I thought you literally crapped your pants. No. I was going to be like, that's... A st-. I leaned back in my chair to be like... I want to hear this. I couldn't even make. I couldn't even. <laughs> I couldn't even do a good job making that one up. Uh, but Candyman was what was that? Ninety? Was ninety two? I think it was ninety two. And and I'm I'm just perusing a rankings list here. You know what was really good? It was a miniseries. What? Stephen King. It. It. Do you remember it? I don't remember it at all. Again, I don't remember a lot of old movies, bro. It was a long time ago. Child killing clown. It. Maybe that's that why. was terrifying. I do remember that. that I was did see terrifying. That. I did see the it, um, and it was terrifying. Those clowns. I didn't get it because I was so young, but those clowns were scary. And I was like, I don't want to see clowns like that. Where are my happy Ronald McDonald clowns? 
those clowns I never want to see again. They was I, I was so scared of the it that I didn't watch it. I like oh my colleague, whoa, no, no, I'm not doing that. I like clowns and I don't want clowns to be ruined for me. Another 70s horror film that I don't think stands up well. My father loves this film. It was a great book, but Carrie got so much accolade when it opened in, I think it was uh, 1976, Sissy Spacek. Yeah. I don't love Carrie. I don't find it overly intriguing or scary. Uh, that's maybe, that, maybe that's me. I uh, couldn't tell you the last time I watched The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. My my joint is um, but see, I want to bring it up up to date because one of my top yeah, five, one of my favorite horror movies is The Ring, and I like The Ring because The Ring really brought horror back to what it was because Scream came out in '96 and it sort of mocked horror while make while rebirthing what '80s horror was. So I like Scream. We'll talk about Scream later, but when The Ring came out. The ring was like, we're going to fuck with your head so bad and scare the shit out of you and give you a modern, up-to-date story about the ring. When it's crazy, I say modern, but it can't even do it today. And that story with the ring sort of reshaped what horror was because Scream broke the whole horror genre. And then the ring sort of reset it and gave you a series of movies to sort of like, okay... Now, now we're here, and it's a different type of scare, and I really, really enjoy the Ring franchise. Let me ask you a question. So you're talking about the modernization of horror, and one thing that we definitely need to dedicate more time to is remakes and sequels. Do you think some of the older horror movies that you feel are dated should be remade? I think they should remake and reboot Freddy Krueger. Nightmare on Elm Street. Interesting. And I have a story for it, too. I have a story for it. Okay. But it's been so long, and they've tried it and fucked up so many times to bring back Freddy Krueger. I think Freddy Krueger is such a strong character that you can bring it back. It has to be done right. You can't just bring back a Freddy Krueger... But you can reset and reboot the whole Freddy, Freddy Krueger franchise in a tremendous way. Um, I think they could bring that back. Uh, they still are just doing Jason. They haven't really rebooted Jason. No interest. I also think that there could be an interesting reboot of Child's Play and Chucky. I think... Fucking Chucky. Yeah. Chucky was so scary to kids. And even though we don't use toys anymore, I just could see a reboot of Chucky. Don't know, I don't know how, but that character is so dope that you just have to bring him alive. Like it. That is interesting to think about. Yeah. I like the Ted strategy better. The, Ted. Com- the comedy around a real life Ted. Yeah, movie. yeah, that was that's cool. Ted was funny. You know, how, um, you know how I would bring back Chucky, and I'm gonna give you movie makers a free pass. Uh, was it James Lee Ray? Was his name? Is that his name? Whatever the guy's name is, we okay. don't really. We'll, we'll find his name later. Yeah. He's going into a house. He, you know, murders a kid or something, and he says, he says the 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 prayer thing 
to go into an emoji. <laughs> and he comes out and the emoji comes out of the phone. It's like a kid's toy or something, like a kid's game. He comes out and that's where his body goes into that kid's game. And then boom, Chucky comes out of the phone. That's pretty good. And now you have now you have Chucky. Because kids don't play with dolls anymore. Yeah, but they have they little voice apps. Yeah. And Chucky comes out of the phone. That would scare the shit out of a lot of kids. It scared the shit out of a lot of kids. And there you have it. Now Chucky's in the real world running around killing people again. As this crazy psycho killer. And he has to go... I'm looking forward to the audience response on this. I'm, I'm, let me know what you guys think. If you guys are listening to this, tweet me. Let me know what you think. At Blogzilla, B-L-O-G-X-I-L-L-A. Tweet me and let me know what you think. Could we bring back Chucky? I think, I think we can. And if not, tweet at him which horror film you'd like to bring back. Yeah. Something that came out within the last 15 years, which I think is highly underrated, it's debatable if it's a horror film, is 28 Days Later. 28 Days Later. That sort of was the birth to a lot of zombie films. Now. Yes. Um, I Really well done. Really well done. Danny Boyle... I need to go back and watch Twenty Eight Days Later because I wasn't a I wasn't up on zombies back then. And I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a big zombie guy, but I'm a big fan of the film. And I think film I fell terrific. asleep, and I didn't know if I pre- I was I was doing something. Come on, man! I used to go on a lot of dates to movie theaters and just bang my girl in a movie. So I think I just missed the whole movie. Well, we can now confirm this is not an episode I will be sharing with my uh, with my parents. Don't um, let them know the guy you have a podcast with. Is, Smashing in the theater. I'm that guy. That's me. You are that guy. (laughs) Uh, Halloween coming up. Talking horror films. I'm pretty much at the point where I still like to go out and have fun. But I'm not dressing up for Halloween. Unless, unless, like, someone hits me up and be like, yo, this is going to be the coolest, most unique party ever. But you have to be in costume. That I'll think about it. But... I mean, the World Series is on this weekend. Yeah. Hoops is back. The reason why I'm mentioning this is, who would be some of your favorite movie characters to see someone dress up as for Halloween or that you would want to dress up as on Halloween that are not necessarily mainstream that we've seen in the past? So iconic movie characters... Who have not gotten enough love on Halloween. You know, this isn't an iconic movie character. But my friend, Laura Dore, who's a phenomenally super hot model, dressed up as um, the human centipede one Halloween. She had two blow-up dolls attached to her ass. Two blow-up dolls attached to her ass. This is Laura Dore. She's a huge... This is Laura. She's a huge Halloween fan, huge horror fan. And she had two... We should have her on the show. We should definitely have her on the show. We will have her on the show. She had two uh, blow-up dolls attached to her ass. And she was... She was a human centipede. I thought that was great. I'm trying to find the picture, but I can't find it. Okay. Well, that was a very unique response. Not what I was looking for in an answer, but you should send me all of those pictures. (laughs) <laughs> and back to my original question. Movie characters that you'd like to see people rep on Halloween. Hmm. Smashed Head Glenn from The Walking Dead. 
Glenn with the smashed head. Okay. I would so like to see that. taking it to TV. Okay. Yeah, I would like to see that. Um, We've seen a huge rise in Escobar from Narcos, but yeah. that's played out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We're going to see a lot of wild thing from Major League because the Indians are in the World Series. That's I'll very tell you that true. Much. That's very true. Who else? I don't know. The Joker, maybe the new Joker. I like to see someone pull off Jared Leto's Joker. I think everyone. Heath Ledger's Joker. Everyone does that. I've okay. seen it a bunch of times. Uh, I think it's a great character to be for Halloween. But Jared Leto's Joker was nice. I like Jared Leto's Joker. So th- those are my picks. Any James Bond characters? No. You a big Bond guy? No. I like Bond. The Bond's cool. I think Bond villains for Halloween are dope. Dick Tracy villains are better. Than Bond villains? Yes. To be for Halloween. I mean, Dick Tracy villains well, are Bond all about... villains are a little obscure. Yes. A little obscure. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I couldn't even Gold name Goldfinger would be, would be dope. As would Dr. No, from the film titled Dr. No. Um, I was Dirty Harry one year. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, was, I was Tyrese from Tweed The Walking Dead. Tweed Jacket. I was Tyrese from The Walking Dead. Badge. Yeah. That's nice. You have Cuffs. Big, you love Dirty Harry. The ladies loved it. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. So I let, do love Dirty Harry. I know. You told me last week. I did. Yeah, it's I know. a great film. Great film. Made right in the 70s, by the way. I do love the 70s. So, so I'm going to pick a movie character, a villain, a horror film guy. You pick a horror film guy, and we'll debate who will win in a fight. Oh, this will be a fun, this will be a fun close. Yeah. So, so it's horror film characters fighting one-on-one. Yeah. Hand-to-hand combat. Hand-to-hand combat. So Kruger gets his blades, though? Kruger would definitely get his blades if someone if you would pick Kruger, yeah, it definitely gets well, his then, blades. Well, then Michael Meyer gets his his butcher knife. Gets no? his but, yeah, gets his butcher knife. Absolutely. So Silence of the Lambs is on that list. I, I don't I don't consider Silence of the Lambs a horror film. I don't consider it either. Um, Tell me about the lambs, Clarice. Have the lambs stopped screaming, Clarice? <laughs> um, well, we've ruled out Jaws. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, I'm taking the shark all day. Good luck there. I, I think Mike Myers is the most badass. I mean, you, you couldn't. The guy just took bullets. Yeah. I mean, he was taking bullets like Luke Cage mm. in 78. And knives and all kinds of shit. I'm taking Mike Myers. I think Mike Myers is fucking terrifying. Mike Myers is terrifying. Yeah, he is. Uh... Mike Myers. So who would I pick? Who would I pick versus Mike Myers? Hmm. I'm trying to go new. There haven't been a lot of new strong villains. Uh, the Ring, not Scream, which I said was one of my favorite movies. Love Scream, but those guys those don't guys have a chance. Pussies. They don't have a chance those against the, Mike Myers. Only guys who got beat the hell up. The whole love thing. the line in the movie though when he uh, the the tall lanky dude. I always forget his name. He's a hilarious Stu character. Rocker. He uh, when you don't know it's him yet, mm-hmm. and they're at the house party, and uh, he delivers the line, "I'll be right back." Yeah, um, always like that. That is it. And I got to work on my imitation game. No pun intended for the film. Um, who's your guy? I, I don't. You wanna... can't intro the challenge and then not have a guy. <laughs> I have a guy. Actually, I don't Is have. Is it Freddy Krueger? No. 
It's Who, Sam- it was Freddy Krueger without his, his, his bullshit powers it's, and his blades. It's, it's Samara from the ring. Against Mike Myers. Against Mike Myers. Okay. I think that's, Samara that's a face from, off. Samara from the ring, she's damn near invincible. And she's a psycho. She, she plays chess. She would fuck with his mind and she can't okay. really be hurt. Okay. She would scare the hell out of Mike Myers. So Mike Myers is like, is he a person? Is he a dead guy? What is Mike Myers? Mike Myers doesn't scare. He would be scared. Mike Myers doesn't scare. She would go to him and scare the hell out of him. And tweet at him. Blogzilla because I don't want to. I, I don't. I don't want these tweets. To be honest with you, tweet at Blogzilla. Yeah, Samara from the ring. What's our hashtag for this show, by the way? Uh, be kind. Please rewind. That's too long of a hashtag. We uh, have to think of something else. B K P R T P. <laughs> Be kind, please rewind the podcast. As you as you can hear, we are a uh, a work in progress. You know, we are a work in progress. What else is on this list is fallen. But Denzel Washington, he doesn't. That's didn't see it. I heard it's pretty bad. It is pretty bad. I heard it's pretty bad. Speaking of Denzel Washington, I interviewed Denzel Washington, and he said, "I've been the best actor in some bad movies." <laughs> fallen. It's probably one of those bad movies. Can, can I play that interview? Denzel Washington with Zilla. Denzel Washington and Antoine Fuqua. I start the interview off by calling Denzel Washington not the best actor in Magnificent Seven. It's an amazing experience. Check it out. Now, where are you from? Where I'm you from, from Jersey. Okay. From yeah. Jersey. From we chatted last time. New Jerusalem. Uh, New Jerusalem. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yes, sir. Right. Yeah. Brick yes, sir. Right. Brick City. Oh, you're yes. from the Bricks. Okay. I'm from Elizabeth, right outside okay. of Brick City. Yeah, from, oh, from the suburbs. Yeah, you know. If nice you tell part. somebody, yeah, uh, yeah, nice part, but you know. Uh, first off, uh, this movie was phenomenal. Like, everyone stepped their game. I felt like they stepped their game because, you know, you're the greatest actor of all time, period. Oh, man, go ahead. That's a podcast, by the way. There's a whole podcast devoted to you called Denzel Washington's The Greatest Actor of All Time, Is period. that right? That's the name of the podcast. Anyway, uh, everyone stepped their game up to, to match you. But I, feel, I I'm no offense. I feel like they. I feel like for the first time ever, you weren't the best actor on screen. Like everyone did phenomenal jobs, That's man. Great. That's and I, great. And they, I think it was because of you. Yeah, they I said, fooled you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, first of all, listen. There are great actors up there, and nobody has to be the best. Everybody just has to do their job. And and I've been good in bad movies. I'd rather just be good in a good in a great movie or a good movie. I want everybody to be good. I don't want all the shine and, you know, I don't, I want everybody to be good. And, and this was, everyone was phenomenal, led by you. Uh, Peter said, you know, he said, I know with Fuqua I'm be able to do what I got to do. What was that, you know, sort of not having a, you know, sort of just letting these guys be great? Well, that's, that's what I, that's what I cast them for. I mean, I just, you know, it's like partners, man. It's like playing ball, yeah. you know? You want to have a stay on the court. You want to stay on the court. <laughs> you want to catch it. You know, you right. coming out of the middle. You can just you ain't even got to look. You just drop it off. They gonna handle right. their business. That's yeah. that's what it's like. And sometimes you're like D. You, you gotta sit this one out, B. <laughs> <laughs> Not this one. Don't put me down, man. That's what I love. Like, I, I love Vincent with, with putting that voice and just being that big guy. Put right, right, that was right. Magical. Right, right, what you guys right. did was really great. Yeah. Uh, another thing I read in the notes. You guys filmed this in Baton Rouge. And built the whole town. Right, yeah. What was that like getting that? Like, you know, we're going to create this masterpiece and, you know, making, you know, humid ass, 110 degrees, Baton Rouge look dry man, as hell. Man. And New Mexico. We went to New Mexico. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we went to New Mexico as well. 
Well, building that town, let me just tell you this. <clears throat> uh, the journey of building the town is a move in itself. Yeah. So we started somewhere else, and that town got flooded out. And then we found that area. <clears throat> Where'd you start? There was another town, there was another place across town. Oh, okay. Um, it got flooded out in one of the rainstorms. Okay. And then we found this place. This is early on. So just every day I would go there, man, watch them build this town. I, you know, you step back and like, man, I can't believe this. Yeah. And then that, and then I get pictures. And then I go back to the set another day. I couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? It was just like a dream come true, man. It's overwhelming, really. Because then I'm sitting there going like, how am I going to shoot? Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I gotta have a lot of angles to cover all this. You know, it was wild, man. Uh, Denzel, you took a break to go watch the the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight, and you became an internet meme. Uh, they put this picture of you up, right, and right. everyone just started you know, putting little comments called your Uncle Denzel. Did, did you see that stuff? How'd you feel when you saw you yourself become an internet meme? If I had my wallet, I'd show it to you. Because <laughs> they didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, no one knew. Yeah. No one. They knew. don't need to know. Yeah. They know now. Yeah, those who can do. Those who can't talk about those who can. Yeah. I tweet, I say, I need to come. You say down. it again. Send that out. Those who can do. Those who can't talk about those who can. Yeah. Now, can you or can you not? Are you just one that sits on the sideline to talk about other people or can you step up? Yeah, absolutely. I told him, I say, he's filming a movie, Calm Down. The movie's going to be great. And it truly was. So thank you guys for taking yeah, the time pleasure. to chat with me. Thanks, I really man. appreciate you. I can't believe you went there with Denzel. Had to. But good stuff all around. I, I, I think uh, at some point we're going to need to dedicate a show to not only his body of work, mm -hmm. but his impact on uh, acting, the craft, and the industry. I think he's made a remarkable uh, mark, for, for lack of a better description. Um, I'll never forget seeing him in glory in the theater as a kid and just... In love with him as an actor. That really. was the one part about Birth of a Nation that I didn't like. I felt like I feel like Nate Parker tried to put his Denzel on when he got whipped, and I, I just didn't like that. About that's one part I didn't like about that film. The one well, part I, didn't I need like. to see that soon. Any uh, any closing remarks well, for uh, for the fans? Well, I just want to tell people to make sure you go to the movies and just go support something. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you must be a movie lover. So go to the movies and, and, and support something. Sneak in some bonbons or some raisinettes, whatever you eat, uh, and, and go into the movie and enjoy it. Uh, have a good time. I like the, the crunch chocolates. Those are really good. Put those in my popcorn. Uh, but yeah, go to the movies and, and, and uh, always remember to do you. Don't worry about anybody else. If you do you, stay in your lane. Eventually your lane will change, but it'll still be your lane. and You'll be great. Chilled peanut M&Ms. That's what you like. Love it. Oh, yeah, that's good. Love it. Stay true to you. Be safe out there. Have a very safe Halloween. I uh, will tell that story another time. Check and, your candy, uh, too. And yeah, check your candy. Check your candy. Be safe out there and enjoy. Peace. Peace. Peace.